Welcome to our sixth episode of the Commented Out podcast. I am one of your hosts, Max. I am another one of your hosts, Addy. And I am super excited to be another host. I'm Veronica. <laughs> yes, I, it, you made it sound like you're, you're like it's your first episode here. <laughs> I'm really excited to be your third host. Yeah, it's your, your first time here. <laughs> your first time here. Um, yeah, so um, today we're trying out something new. So as we said, you know, we're just like figuring things out. So um, we're going completely off dialogue, so we have nothing planned. We're just kind of, kind of improvising as we go. So we'll see how that goes, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, t- try and try new things out here. I'm sure we'll um, have plenty to talk about because sure. school is pretty busy <laughs> we, we, right now. <laughs> we go on such long tangents, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> random stuff. So I think we're fine. I think we're fine even without uh, topics to, to like plan. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, one one thing that's new with us right now um, is that we're all participating in a game jam. Um, so Max and I mm, are in, yes we are uh, a part of a game jam, uh, a horror game jam. Um, and uh, Veronica and uh, Forrest, who was our, our special guest uh, last episode, are in uh, the other team for the same game jam. So we're kind of like rivals here. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, it's basically like uh, the concept is basically like a a horror concept. Um, so we basically just make like a horror game. Um, and uh, and yeah, so with that, like uh, we're gonna uh, start learning Godot, which is uh, a game um, game engine. Uh, and uh, we're super excited about that. And I wanna I wanna hear uh, I wanna hear the other hosts' opinion on this. Like what uh, how progress how report? Going, how do you like that progress report? You know? Yeah. Um. I've really enjoyed the game jam so far. I can't say I've done much coding in it, but um, uh, I've watched like a hour-long video tutorial on Godot. To be honest, our game, you know this, Addy, we yeah. haven't done that much code, but we have all of the art for the game done, so um, we're going to grind from here on exactly, out. Exactly, yeah, we're going to yeah. grind it out. Tomorrow, today is just going to be the grind. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Later tonight, mm-hmm. I'm watching so many tutorials on GDScript. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited though. I really like the idea of the game. I really like how it looks. Um, I've never done any sort of pixel art before. Uh, so I feel like when I was looking at the individual sprites that I was making for things in the game, uh, I was like, how is this going to fit at all? But now that everything is like together and I copy pasted it all onto like one page and try to like lay it out on like the, on Aspirate, which is a pixel art editor. It looks like it. It looks pretty good, especially for like an amateur drawing, you know. For sure, yeah. And like I'm, I, I, I saw like all the the drawings that that uh, all the sprites that Max made, and you know I'm, I'm pretty impressed because I was like, damn, these look like very very realistic. I mean realistic in the sense of a game, right? Like, yeah, they, they look like it's they're they're made by like a, a an indie game company that. About to launch your game on Steam, you know. So. <laughs> I think that's something that I didn't realize, right? When I was making the art, is like something that I was thinking of a lot while I was making the art for the game. I was like thinking of games like Stardew Valley, that has like amazing pixel art, or like Terraria, that has very very good pixel art, right? Um, and I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, like, uh, this looks so lame in comparison to that. But when you scrap, like browse your indie games on Steam, I feel like a lot of people they don't try super hard to make their pixel art perfect. They just try to like view it through like a creative lens, which is what I tried to do my best. I tried to like 
think of, hey, I've played a lot of indie games with pixel art. Um, what are some ideas or cool things that I saw that I can kind of project with my uh, ideas of what I want this game to be uh, or look like? And I, I don't know. I think it only turned out uh, good because, like, I think, honestly, I still think it looks, like, really amateur. Uh, but I, I, I think it, like that is like kind of a certain charm. It adds a certain charm to the game, you know. For sure, yeah, and it, it adds that like kind of uh, effect of like yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's made in ten days sort of effect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we grinded it out. I'm surprised um, you guys got all of your like um, art done though, because my art guy, so like uh, uh, my friend Ben, we are we did like a like a game jam together once before. And this time we've really been struggling to like meet like our art deadlines, so we kind of just got like um, some some of them on like itch, right? And then he's still making the characters and the animations, which he's phenomenal at. But yeah, I'm really I'm really surprised that you guys. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you seen the art for our game though, Veronica? Uh yeah, you showed me the the Mr. Turnip Head. Yes, the term of head. We made a... Uh, uh, so it's a horror game. There's a scarecrow in our game. And uh, I was like, oh, what's a scarecrow? And then uh, Howl's Moving Castle, which is an animated movie, has uh, a scarecrow character with, like, a turnip head. I don't really know the name of the actual name of the character, but Veronica calls it turnip head. <laughs> no, his name is Mr. Turnip Head. Really? Deserve the world. <laughs> yeah. That's actually his name? Yes. Yeah, okay. He wears like a top hat and a suit, and I was like, I can make the scarecrow and put a top hat on it, and it'll look like turnip head. And it actually does. It actually does. Yeah. It worked out yeah. better than I thought it would when I was drawing it. So, like, what phase are you guys in? Like, how much do you, how much more do you need to get done? We're probably about, um, a third done yeah we just we have to get the coding started and working on that um and yeah. uh and actually learning the language that we're working with so <laughs> yeah um but other than that i think we've made pretty good progress like we we have the objectives down we have like all the whole game kind of progression down too yeah um, especially with uh like i've watched about um two hours of Godot tutorials um yeah. i definitely think that there's enough time to get it done with my basic knowledge of coding 2d Godot. yeah I was, I was looking i was looking through the documentation and it doesn't seem too bad like i was, I was like oh like, like that's yeah what this is about and you know there's just a lot of like easy. looking up how to do certain things exactly but that's like any any programming language yeah, yeah. to be honest <laughs> yeah yeah how about how about you veronica i want to hear from you the opposing uh, team how's yeah that, how's it going um, well, for me, I'm the lead designer, so I came with, like, the narrative. I am in charge of drawing, like, UI designs for, like, the info screen, like, each room, and I had to, like, make the characters and, like, the descriptions and all that. Um, for me, I don't think it's been, like, too horrible. Like, I've been, like, something about, like, the, like, the designer, a really important thing, especially during game jams, is really understanding uh, where your programmers are at and like how much progress we've been doing because uh, you know sometimes we have to opt out for something so that's uh, <laughs> uh, something that I've been really careful about but so far we have one prototype of a room that's been uh, going pretty smoothly um, we can kind of play it we're still working on the inventory system but um, something that's kind of been in our hair is like our isometric rooms where like the 
the pathfinding's been a little wacky, but other than that, I think we're actually on a good track, and for me, it hasn't been too stressful because um, I actually really enjoy designing and stuff, right? So sometimes, like last night, I was up till like 5 a.m. because I was just in like some flow state. I was just like, yeah, I got this. So I think that's really fun, and like having to communicate with all the members, I actually personally scouted each and every one of them and i love all of them like i don't know i've never I, it's like last time when i was in a game jam it was a bunch of random people and as much as i love that i did like get to meet some really awesome people like this time i got i, I knew them more ish right so that was a little more fun <laughs> yeah so i was gonna touch on that a bit um uh of the three of us um pretty sure that you're the only one with game jam experience do you think that you uh are gonna have a huge advantage because of that um well <laughs> i i feel like when you have experience at a game jam like the especially one that's like online um it is easier because i knew exactly what to set up in our discord and like um uh, Forrest, our, like, project manager, like, it, it was just easy to communicate with him, and he knew what to do, like, he was also experienced, so I feel like we just started off, like, really, really good, bouncing on our feet, and I think that's, like, maybe the only advantage, like, I don't know, I feel like uh, a bunch of, like, our programmers, they're all, like, beginners anyway, so everyone's just learning, and, um, something that I like to talk about for game jams, it's, like, it's fun if you know everyone is experienced but it's also like a really great opportunity to actually start learning like game engine and like actually creating something from scratch um so we actually wanted like more people that didn't have that much experience because this is like the perfect opportunity <laughs> and yeah for sure yeah, yeah. and we, we were actually talking about that too like um uh uh, like when Max and I were deciding to do the game jam, we were like, "Oh, like we can work on this outside of the game jam too, right?" Because it's like we 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 can just make a game, but like the game jam kind of gives you a reason to like make it in the first place, to learn it, and to actually have a product done or product. Uh, but yeah, um, have something done, right? Because like you you have to submit something. It's not just oh, I'm doing this for my uh, passion. It's not like you can put it off. It's like no, the game jam's happening now. We have to post it now. Right? Yeah. Kind of just give you motivation to work on it. Um, the deadline, that's like yeah. Kind of part about it. Yeah, the deadline part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I was very cautious of going into the game jam uh, was a piece of advice that um, Forrest gave me, the one who was on our podcast last episode. He was like uh, telling me about how um, when I was describing the game that I wanted, he was telling me how like like he was. Um, uh, I had a bunch of ideas for it, but he was like, uh, it's a good thing that you're trying to go simple because it's your first game. Um, so it, I think there's gonna, he was like, there's gonna be a lot of things that you don't know, so you should try to make it as simple as possible, something along those lines. And mm -hmm. after he told me that, uh, I actually tried to make it even simpler because I realized that maybe I was a little bit in over my head. Um, and, uh, I'm, sh I'm pretty sure, um, uh, it is the... Like, I, I'm pretty sure it's it, it's simple enough to get done at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, like, I, I, I think, like, uh, kind of making it simpler than this would kind of be, like, uh, next to nothing. 
I, well, I don't want to say like next to nothing, but like, um, uh, I would say that it's it's simple enough to work with work for beginners as well. Yeah, um, and especially like with with um, everything going on with school and stuff too. Like we don't always have the time to kind of uh, like we were talking about before. We I didn't get to learn Godot until now, even though we're, we're like a few days into the the the, the game jam and like it's gonna be uh, due soon. Yeah. Um, I like I still think that it's doable because we kind of simplified it enough that we know we didn't just like go above and beyond like oh yeah we have to add this we'll add that we'll add this too. It's like no. We know how much we can get done. This is how much we're. Yeah, doing. there are very yeah. few like interactions in our game, so like I, there's not like a, it's like um, I think the coding aspect of it is a bit repetitive. Like we have interact with this, interact with that, right? We're just gonna have to be doing the same thing over and over. We won't have to learn that many new things, I don't think. Yeah, no, I think that's amazing that you guys simplified your game because, um, something that I I never want to see people do is like just totally stop like with school and like prioritizing the game because you know like i feel like that goes into some sort of like toxic mentality where you're um kind of like every single day is an all-nighter and i'm gonna work on this game no it's like more of like a friendly environment we meet up like at 5 p.m every single day some days might be shorter like 30 minute meetings and then some other days could be like an hour like it really depends right and like something that i found was really amazing if you're ever in another game jam and it's like a kind of like a bigger group because i think we have like seven people right and uh, we do like pure programming so if somebody's working right there's like a uh, you, you 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 have like a little ping saying hey guys i'm working from like one to three if you guys want to join then like you know come come here <laughs> and I, I think that's like really helpful um just to keep each other on track and like communicating with like whatever parts of the game that you're working on and it also like encourages like kind of more positive working like if you're stuck there's at least one other person that you can talk to while you're actively working on like the project <laughs> yeah the thing is as well with that is i feel like there's not a very big experience imbalance so you're kind of like figuring it out together because i assume that everyone is fairly new to godot on your team um mm -hmm. yeah. so like if there's a problem you both kind of figure it out together you know yeah it doesn't feel like you're getting constantly lectured. <laughs> yeah, um, that yeah, that that's that's a good thing about peer programming too. Um, and you brought up a good point with that because, uh, like, I guess just in general, not just with programming, uh, working in teams is always better than just not always, but is uh, better when you don't have any experience um, with something because it's like I teach you what I know and you teach me what you know. It's not just like oh, I'm gonna sit here and learn from you for ten hours and then try to implement that afterwards right mm -hmm. um so that that's that yeah that's that's a good point that you brought up with the pair programming um so i guess that's uh that kind of sums up like what uh, what's going on in terms of the game jam in our life right now <laughs> um yeah yeah <laughs> what, what what happened what <laughs> sorry no, were you gonna say something <laughs> oh yeah yeah i was gonna say like if if you're starting like i don't know like just programming or like just the art or like music right um something that i found really helpful that i really like personally like uh is that we have like a channel where we post like updates like if we finish uh like the platforming or like the character movement like we'd post in the chat and i think that was just like really awesome to see like we're actually making progress 
and if we got one room done, how, like, it's gonna be much easier to create the second room, because we already got, like, everything kind of solidified-ish, right? So, yeah, I, I just think updates are really important. Like, people see, like, oh, we're, we're moving along. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, like, that, that really, ha unlike, um, uh, resources like Slack and, and Discord, um, like we're using Discord, but like uh, th they really help because like you can kind of like organize uh, in terms of channels too. So it's like you know what each discussion is talking about. So if we're talking about art, it's going to be in the arts channel. If we're talking about the story, it's going to be in the story channel. If you're talking about like I don't know background noises or whatever, that's going to be in a separate like separate channel. So like that really helps with that too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so regular communication is also key, and that's kind of like another good point uh, of pair programming. Um, but yeah, so that pretty much sums up uh, our, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to like uh, wrap this up again uh, without asking, does anyone have anything else to bring up in terms of game jam? No, I'm pretty sure that covers it mostly. Yeah. So yeah, so that pretty much covers, uh, what's going on in our lives, uh, with, uh, game jam and, uh, school, I guess. Um, and, uh, yeah. So next thing that I kind of, um, that I wanted to bring up. Uh, well, first of all, uh, just talking, like we were saying earlier, uh, since we didn't really have time to learn Kado either, um, I don't think, m like, uh, we're, we haven't been making much progress in terms of the monthly uh, new technology uh, goal that we had set. Um, like, learning a new technology every month and kind of yeah. upgrades on that. So, like, the max this, this uh, month was uh, going to learn HTML, but because of how tedious school is right now and, um, kind of going making a call back to our uh time management episode um even even with like time management techniques like it's still pretty busy so it's like it's kind of hard to uh learn a new technology while also just uh doing a bunch of other things yeah um, my sort of so mentality with like skipping out on work on html css and javascript was sort of like mostly because of the game gym um, yeah i had a lot of schoolwork to do uh and when the idea of doing a game jam popped up, I was like, okay, um, when I'm having my free time, I have two options, work on the game jam or work on HTML, CSS, right? And yeah. because there's other people involved with the game jam, I don't want to like let them down, you know? So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's a lot more pressure to work on that over trying to learn HTML, CSS. Uh, For sure. Not to say that I don't have time to do it, because I mean, sometimes I just need to play video games and chill out. But uh, usually when I'm working, it's either on schoolwork or the game jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it's it's um, once you kind of get into uh, learning HTML, CSS, like it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. So it's like it's not something that you have to, um, I guess, stress over for learning about. Like um, you can still like you can still pretty like catch up pretty quickly with it. So wouldn't be too worried yeah, yeah like, like you especially because the jam, summer's like, coming up yeah there's gonna be so much exactly, yeah. time soon yeah exactly and and yeah and like you said the game jam is like it's much more fun to work on that because it's like you're, you're working with other people and you're you're learning a new technology that you know you can kind of show off like hey look i made this i made this game right yeah um but yeah uh yeah that's that's kind of uh the the weekly progress report on that um yeah, so that you can you can kind of see that we we're kind of running on no dialogue right now, and it, it, <laughs> it, it, it worked well. It worked well for a while, but uh, um, I think I mean, well, 
how was your week? Like, what have you been doing in school? Because yeah, so, uh, the game jam has been really uh, difficult to manage because everyone in the game jam is doing uh, second year courses, except for me. But everyone in the game jam is doing second year courses, so it's very hard to kind of pick a time where everyone can be there because there's so much work for everyone to do. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, currently, I'm working on uh, like I'm I'm learning C. Uh, like with one of my courses and I'm working on an assignment for that and that's been pretty tedious and apparently it's like the hardest uh, assignment of the course so that's fun <laughs> um, and like we're, we're learning about like uh, threads and stuff like con concurrent programming so that in itself like the concept is pretty like whoa very big <laughs> that's a very big concept so um, like learning that and using that so that's kind of what I've been focusing on for the week, uh, which is why I haven't been able to spend time with the game jam and stuff. And I'm also part of this, um, uh, th there's this, like, a club um, with Compton University um, that's, like, we, we kind of work on making uh, software for uh, not-for-profits and stuff. I'm kind of, like, bringing tech to them. And so I've kind of been, like, working on, like, tasks with that, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and so oh, that kind of been... I quit that one! Do you, do you want to talk about it or <laughs> oh of course i would love to talk about it right. so, wait which is is this um, blueprint this is blueprint yeah, yeah. yeah blueprint. so i was part of it for like i don't know in the beginning of january to like now and first of all like the meetings are a little too long for me and it was really difficult for me to focus and everything and then they were in like the middle of like a project and i am less i thought it's gonna be like a more like mentorship learning experience but it was more like here this is the sprint board take what you will do and then show what you did and then sometimes when i didn't do anything i would still be required to go to the meetings so i just didn't really feel like i fit in and um they were all really nice people though like everyone had a really nice work work ethic and like uh talking to like people when uh they're noticing that i wasn't going to like the meetings and whatnot right like um, I think that was pretty pretty alright, um, and so uh, yeah, I, I I just I really like the people, but I just don't think I was up to the job. So uh, if I were to ever go into like design and want to come back, like they're very open about it. They're like, yeah, sure, come back, like apply next time if you know uh, you you want like a different job or whatever right so i just quit that because they also had like meetings on wednesdays which weren't that convenient for me mm -hmm. and you know everyone should go to the meeting so i do really feel bad about that but yeah i just i i quit <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah like it's 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 um i guess you, you can say it's like not for everyone um and like uh, we don't mean this like in a bad way because like blueprint is awesome like i <laughs> I, I really uh, I really like being part of it, um, but yeah, like it's it's definitely not for everyone. Like there is, uh, um, like like you're mentioning, like the, the the meetings are like I I personally feel that too. Like they can get long sometimes because like there's always like clarification needed for a lot of the the features that we're working on, um, and so uh, I guess I guess it makes sense that you kind of like I I, I, I kind of know like how, how you are as a person, so it, it makes sense that you're not kind of able to focus in those meetings. <laughs> Just because, uh, like, I know how you are, so like, I know your personality and stuff. Um, and so, like, I can see, like, why those meetings don't work for you. Um, but, yeah, so that's... But, but kind of, yeah, coming back to what was going on uh, while we're working on the game jam. Uh, so 
blueprint was something that I was kind of focusing on, and uh, my assignment in C. Uh, how about how about you, Max? Uh, what what have you been? How, how's uh, how's things? How are things going? <laughs> uh, um, I I don't have that much work right now, which is why uh, I'm planning on working on the game jam a lot tonight. Mm -hmm. um, but I just finished uh, not a very lengthy assignment, but a very strange assignment. Um, it I'm not sure what we were supposed to be doing for it exactly uh because the way that i did it is definitely not how i was supposed to do it that's all i'm gonna say um it was like a you had to um initialize like like a bunch of cards uh like it was like it was in java an object oriented thing um and basically i just like hard-coded every single possibility um because I was lazy and I just wanted to watch Netflix while doing it and I didn't want to have to think. Uh, and it ended up being like 600 lines. Um, so I'm sorry to the TA that has to mark that, but it's based on, <laughs> <laughs> the marking in that class is based on like if you if it was right or wrong based on their tester files, not based on if they think that you did it bad. So. Um, uh, that, that's interesting. And yeah. do you ever go to TA hours? Uh, in 1406, no. What? Uh, no, Max, you've got to do that. I figured, like, there I, are so many, what? <laughs> I honestly think that 1406 isn't that hard. I feel like a lot of the concepts that we're learning in 1406 right now, we learned in 1405. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, abstraction and stuff, too. Yeah, and, uh, uh, um, time complexity, space complexity, um, uh, what else? Oh, like sorting algorithms. Like I was hearing from a lot of other 1405 students that they didn't learn it last term or 1406 students that they didn't learn it in their section. Oh. So I think that we kind of lucked out on our 1405. Uh, yeah. Because it prepared um, us better. I mean, like right now I'm in like a class and I found like the TAs are very useful. Like if you just find like one good TA, right? Like they are going to like make your world like flip your world upside down mm. <laughs> i mean i, I don't like, think i'm struggling that bad in the class so like i'm not like yeah. i have good grades in it i don't think i need to go to office hours like i understand everything that's happening yeah to, to you office hours only help when you're actually having like what in my personal opinion um they mostly just help when you're having like trouble understanding some of the concepts like if you're if you're doing well like I, yeah because then, then like i don't i don't really have anything to ask yeah, you're just gonna show up there and yeah. you're gonna be like, hey. I don't agree with you. <laughs> I do not agree. I do not agree with you because you have to realize that these guys are also like older than you. And sometimes when you go in there just to hop by and they're not doing anything, you actually get to talk to them as real people. <laughs> and um, you guys can talk about the game too, like casually, and you actually make like. I don't know. It's like a different interaction. It's not. It's like you're talking to this person who is here doing nothing else so the most interesting thing is probably talking to you <laughs> so the thing is, uh, I, I sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there but the thing is your experience with 1406 was in a class of like 75 people max is taking 1406 with a class of like 200 so okay <laughs> and i've yeah. heard i've heard complaints from some people that they don't actually get to ask their question in office hours like there's this one guy that i was talking to and he said that I've missed three office hours just because I wasn't able to get into, like, I was, I was like, too late in line. And, like, their office hours finished before I even, I was even able to, like, get in. So, like, just imagine, like, having a lineup of a bunch of people and then you just showing up being like, hey, I just want to talk. And yeah. You're, just like, you're taking uh, away from other people. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I have to, like, I have to, like, help out, like, 20 people in line right now. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I also feel like in uh, our 1405-1406, like the last term, um, like I feel like people got to know the TAs a lot better because of the TA projects and um, how small the class was. So I feel like it was a different story. But I know that you, you probably talk to TAs in your classes now as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Addie. <laughs> Veronica. Oh, both, I guess. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, no, I have this one class, uh, 1805, and it's like a huge class, and there are like a bunch of TAs, and I just, you know, pick and choose wherever I want to go talk to, sometimes like the actual professor, and I've had some interesting conversations, and um, I think they are pretty helpful, and just if you didn't, or if you wanted like a different perspective from even like a lecture, they were more than happy to do that if you find the right TAs that is <laughs> mm. uh, yeah yeah um to think back to the assignment I actually didn't even get to the annoying part of the assignment the, the hard coding wasn't that difficult I just had to do a bunch of if statements and change a bunch of letters I was watching Netflix in the background the whole time but <laughs> oh my goodness the second what are your half is new Netflix shows I just have to know. Oh, oh, I, I've been uh, watching House of Cards in the background. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Wait, how was how that? How was that? Um, the first season was really good, but now it's just, like, really weird. I mean, like, honestly, stuff will just happen. I'm just like, why is this happening? Like, isn't, like, aren't they, like, the president of the United States? Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um... Uh, the second half of the assignment, which I was talking about before we came to do the episode, um, and uh, it's like kind of like a they have a bunch of pseudocode and they give you these cases and then you have to line by line test the pseudocode. You could always write out the code, but it would probably take longer to write out the code um, than it would to just go line by line. And it's just really tedious and annoying. And then if you lose track of what's happening, you have to go and restart. And I just didn't like it at all. Yeah, that's my that's my complaint with this assignment. This the assignment right now is probably the easiest one of the terms so far, though. So. Nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. It, that that's 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 kind of what I also don't like about like, especially when you don't know uh, a lot about like programming like when you're just kind of getting introduced to it it's like a lot of the the assignments are like oh put this if put this else put a bunch of if put a bunch of else's and it's like oh. <laughs> all right yeah yeah i get like okay <laughs> um but yeah so getting back to what veronica was asking earlier uh i actually want to ask veronica what her favorite netflix special <gasps> is because actually she changes a lot so wait what her favorite what is netflix show her her, her current netflix show oh okay I am telling you this right now for anyone who's watching, the best anime I have ever watched is Hunter x Hunter. Oh like, my god, I, oh. I agree with you, I agree with you so heavily. Yeah. I've seen Hunter x Hunter like over a hundred times, oh my I god. I'm the only one that disagrees. Ad, no, Addy. Have you seen it, Have Addy? you watched it? I've, I've seen the first half and I was not really impressed. Wait, the first half no. of what? The first half of the first season or the first half of the show? First half of the, the new, the the newer first season. Uh, yeah, so the 2011. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have to get past that. You have to get past it. What season are you on, Veronica? I, I, I have to wait for Netflix. I am on season four. There's five and six left. No, Netflix is not any... releasing them. <laughs> you have wait, to go, what? you have to go watch them on like Crunchyroll. No, so 
have to pay. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do that in the summer. This I, show, I, this I show gets so money. dark. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it I, does. No. <laughs> okay, but okay, at least from seasons one to four, I always ripped on the show because I, I thought I didn't like the art style, right? But it is the like the main character is the most likable likable character I have ever seen like in like stuff before. It was, yeah. it was an amazingly written. Who story. recommended it to you? <laughs> um, my friend. Alright, <laughs> 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 alright. Alright, okay. I won't. I won't ask anymore. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so you're at the part where they're, like, in the game. I, I just finished that part, yeah. but I don't want to spoil anything for anyone because this little dude is a genius, and, like, the thing that I love about this is that sometimes he recognizes the difference in skills, but he still finds a way to get through that, like a, like a, like a, ugh, he's so good. Yeah, all I'm saying is season five, six, are is by far like worlds better than every single season before it like no. if you if you combine them together hunter x hunter has like the most critically acclaimed like anime episode of all time there's like one episode in the show in like the sixth season that is just phenomenal like i've never seen anything like it no okay <laughs> i agree with veronica 100 percent. that used to be my favorite tv show it probably still is i guess i'll have to get back into it then yeah I'll have to check it out again. Well, I don't know. I, I saw like the first half and I was like, oh, this is like a little too slow for me. Season one is slow. like the worst oh, season. Okay, not slow, not slow. Um, it's just it wasn't keeping my interest. Yeah, season one is like the worst season because they're like kind of like weak in that season, especially the main character. Like they're mm -hmm. like they're strong, but like they're not like uh, strong enough, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. They start like going through like really cool scenarios and then it gets kind of interesting because you want to see what's gonna happen. Well, in the first season, you kind of know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Wait, hold on, Addy. Then if you don't think Hunter x Hunter is the most amazing show in the whole entire world, what is your most amazing or toilet topper show? Uh, my most amazing, my favorite show I think is uh, The Last Airbender. Really? I, I like it's, it's. I think that's the show that's hard to beat. To be honest, it's so. I think like I like it purely for like the nostalgia at this point because I've seen it so many times that I just can't watch it anymore. But the thing is, the reason you've seen it multiple times is because it's an amazing show. That right? is true. Exactly. So, that is true. Like, I, I, I feel like it's very unique. Like, it's a show that's, like, it has the elements of anime, but it's not an anime. And it has, like... Oh. Yeah, it's, and like, it's cartoon. just, like, very, like, it's very deeply connected. So it's, like, a, if you watch it as kids, damn, this is a good show. If you watch it, like, when you grow up as an adult, damn, this is a good show. But then you start understanding a lot of the layers that the show actually has and you're like whoa this is an amazing show oh my god <laughs> yeah but, like there's so many things that you're just like you don't like i I've, I've like read like a bunch of like facts about the show and i'm just like i've never even like thought about it that far and that's actually crazy that the creators actually went that far and like kind of made this point just so that it relates to another point you know yeah with last airbender spoiler warning um the whole like iroh thing was like my like the whole like like that arc where like we saw like iroh like his backstory and like oh, yeah. why he quit being general that was also yeah. like like heart-wrenching i was like damn yeah i know yeah he was like the that. he was the when good he one he was the good yeah. one yeah i know and like when he sings oh my god yeah that i think i was like when i was younger i think i cried when i watched that 
Little yeah, baby like I, I, I don't know. Like I, I, it made me feel like so like, like weird. I was like, oh my god, like it's this is this is like, this is heartbreaking. You know? Yeah. And it's also it's also really sad because I was like, and I, 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 it I'm makes you like respect like, how he views Zuko. You know. Exactly, and it's it's also sad because I I think that was also the last episode that uh, the original voice actor had. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, that makes it even episode. more sad because the guy exactly. died. Yeah, because yeah, he passed away right after, so it was like it was really sad. I was like, wow, like mm. they actually, and and it's it's because like even like when the that that like after he's like he he sang the song, like it literally the screen just says like in memory of like the voice actor. I'm like, whoa, mm. this is yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's probably my uh, favorite show. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good show. Both shows that both of you mentioned were very pog. Very pog. Yeah. <laughs> House of Cards, I don't like it that much. So if I was to say like a, a good show that I like on Netflix, um, I have no clue. <laughs> uh, it'd probably be an anime, but uh, Veronica kind of took it. I would have said Hunter x Hunter probably. Cool, cool, cool. Um, this is this is kind of on an unrelated note, but I was uh, I was uh, listening to a podcast yesterday, and something that they brought up. I want to ask you guys: uh, Do you guys believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Yes. Uh... Kind of um, I'm not sure. Like, so like, first of all, no would be like my like the answer that I'd usually give, but like mm-hmm. I haven't like. You know, like, I haven't seen a ghost. I haven't had an experience with a ghost. Ghosts could exist. I have no way of knowing that they exist or not, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. I my no is, like, a very, like, I guess, like, a indecisive no. I guess you can be, say, like, you're kind of agnostic to it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That is a little different for me. <laughs> I've only had, like one spooky encounter in my house where me and my two friends had like a sleepover in my basement and it was like 3 a.m right and then we went upstairs to you know go get some popcorn to microwave some popcorn right and then on the way upstairs you know i went up to go grab my toothbrush and i realized like there was like some whispering talking ish going on and my everyone in the house was like asleep on like the top floor so i'm like that is so weird. So I went to go get my toothbrush and I come downstairs. I didn't think anything of it, right? But then on the way down to like the basement with like every like the other two girls, I was like, "You guys heard that whispering, right?" And then another girl said, "No." <laughs> She's like, "I also heard that whispering. Oh was it God. not from upstairs?" I'm like, "No, there's no one talking upstairs." And then one of the girls couldn't hear anything. They're like, no, I didn't hear anything, right? So then when we went to bed, right, I obviously went to sleep first because, you know, I sleep like a dummy. Were you not but... scared to sleep? I would be terrified to fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, no, I was, no, no, I didn't think anything of it, right? But uh, I went to go to bed, and then another friend of mine went to go to bed, but then Jess was the only one who stayed up till like, really late, right? And then when she woke up, she was like, hey, guys, did you wake up in the middle of the night, like, laughing and running around? And I'm like, what? no, I did oh, not. No. <laughs> so then, uh, she's like, wait, I swear, I was like, I was like half asleep where I d- could, I wasn't opening my eyes, but like I was closing my eyes or whatever, right? And I just heard you guys like running around and like laughing. I'm like, oh no, oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> was this at your house? Yeah, this was at my house. Oh no, that makes it worse. But yeah, yeah. The <laughs> thing is though, is like when I think of stuff like that, right? It's like sleep paralysis is a thing. Like I've had like, like really really scary stuff happen to me, like, 
with like waking nightmares, right? Like uh, seeing like demons and stuff in like the corner of my room, because uh, I get sleep paralysis uh, quite often. So I mean, like that can be like easily explained with like those types of things, right? Yeah. Like she could have just been like in like a state of sleep paralysis, you know? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, but like the whispering, I don't know how you explained that. Oh, that yeah. shit was so crazy, man. <laughs> it's also yeah, like, like, uh, like, um, I feel like a lot of ghost stories become a little bit discredited when it, like, involves like something happening right after you wake up or like before you're going to sleep because your brain is still like in REM, in like your REM cycles, right? So like you're still producing, your brain's still producing all like the dream chemicals, you know? Mm-hmm. So exactly. like you can be like, seeing crap <laughs> yeah 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 um and and like uh, one 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 thing like that that like the podcast i was listening to yesterday like um one point that they brought up was like every time you see like you hear of a ghost it's always like them scaring you but you've never actually seen like a you've never heard of a ghost like oh i don't know pulling your hair or like beating you up or something it's always like they're scaring you um and it's like oh if if, if you have heard of like a ghost like i don't know hurting you it's like it's always like it's mostly like a demon that's like possessed you or something right yeah it's, it's never it's never like oh like i heard a ghost like like laughing or like veronica was saying whispering but it's like i think it, it's also the point where it's like well, even if they do exist it's like i don't think they can do much to hurt you. yeah to like harm you yeah. yeah i don't know like the only other experience i have with ghosts oh this one was like a little scary but you know i got through it <laughs> i woke up in the middle of the night and then um, under my bed, you can, like, we have, like, this little light outside of my, like, hallway. And you can see, like, if someone's, like, walking underneath your door. So I was, like, I woke up, right? And then I, I saw, like, someone kept dropping a pencil or whatever and then walking back to pick it up and then dropping it and then walking back up what to get the... it. And I, and I was, like, okay. So <laughs> your house is 100% ghost. haunted, Veronica. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, they are harmless so I don't mind. Veronica, Whereas, what's like, behind you? Huh? I'm joking. I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. So, I mean, you, like, what you said before, like, sometimes, like, before we go to bed or, like, if we're kind of, like, in, like, a, like, a groggy state, it might not always be true, but it felt really real and I, like, could open my eyes and move and stuff. But, like, it didn't attack me, so I think that's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, and it, that comes back to the point that I was like saying, right? It's like they don't really harm you. Yeah, it's kind of thing. I um, mean, I I have a, a my old like the house that I I've never had a personal ghost experience, but it was a wide consensus among the people who went into the first house that I lived in when I was very young that it was haunted, um, yeah. because of weird stuff that happened in the basement. So like my aunt would tell me that she went down there once and the lights were off and she saw like lights floating in the room. And uh, the housekeeper that come by once a week to clean up, um, mm. she wouldn't go into the basement because she'd been down there before and she thought it was haunted. Um, yeah, uh, like I think basements are a common, <laughs> a common theme with ghosts. Um, like I, um, I haven't had like any experiences personally either. So like I, 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 I think I'm also kind of like agnostic to kind of like they could exist, they could not exist. I don't know. Um, but like. The, the one thing that I kind of remember, I was also a kid, so this could have just been, like, my imagination going wild, but, like, I could have sworn that I heard, like, typing noises, 
I'd like because I uh, I have this like old computer in my basement and like um I heard like typing noises so like I kind of like look down, and like I don't see anything but I just see like a a green, light kind of like flashing from the monitor. It looked like looked like, um, and what's interesting is that uh my my monitor like my desktop background for that computer is actually just like a green, like uh, a flat green like it's just green, so I was like wait. I know for a fact that's that I like so off. scary. Yeah, I'm like I know for a fact that I turned the computer off before coming upstairs, and the fact that I kind of heard typing and I look downstairs and I see like the green light kind of. Oh my god, like, that kind of makes my hair stand up a little bit. Like, I, 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 it could have like like I said, it could have just been like my imagination going wild, but like I don't know, it was it was really weird. I'm, like, but the monitor I, I like was it. on for sure. I don't know because I did. I was too scared to go downstairs. To oh go check, yeah, right? yeah. I, I would. Saw, I would I not just, go down there. Exactly. I just saw like a, a light kind of like flashing on the the, the chair. So I'm like, hmm. Like I, I hmm, that's kind of suspicious. But maybe that's why we don't believe in ghosts because we wouldn't go down there. You know. To see it, yeah. Because yeah. we're too afraid. Too afraid. I, I think like the, the the big, at least for me, the big factor with uh, like uh, about fear with ghosts is. I can't see I can't see them so like I don't know what they're doing I can't see what they're doing right if they do exist and I also like can't really um like what do you do if if you if you have a ghost in your house like you can't I don't know there's not much what are you gonna do yeah would you ever <laughs> use an Ouija board I, would I have used them before no no what's your experience with that I want to hear um the the thing that i realized was uh so we do it at camp right we do it with a piece of paper or and then a few years one of the counselors brought a real one um the thing that i would notice is when everyone's hands are on it right uh it usually starts moving because people will like put their weight down like on it and then it'll start moving in a direction and then people will start pushing against it or something or like doing something against it and then when people start getting freaked out because it's moving, they'll take their hands off and then one person will still have their hand on and then they'll start moving really fast because they've been putting it in, like, in a pressure in like one direction, right? And that was like super spooky when I was younger, but like you know that it's just like people holding their hands down on it, you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I feel like it moves because of like the pressure that people are putting on it at different angles. Yeah, like there's a scientific explanation behind it basically. Yeah. I mean, I've I've never had it like I mean, pe I'm sh people like would move it like obviously, right? Like you could see them moving it, but like I've never had it like one hundred percent move on its own because I never did it by myself. So exactly. yeah, we definitely yeah. didn't follow proper Ouija board rules. We would take our hands <laughs> off without ending the ceremony or whatever. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh... Well, I think we've reached our, our uh, 40, 45, 46 minute mark uh, mm -hmm. that we usually aim for. So I think it's a good time to start wrapping up. Um, uh, actually, and for those of you who made it this far, like in, in, in the comments, if you're on YouTube, um, just like let us know if you've had any super spooky ghost experience. I, I, I kind of want to hear from you guys, you know. Um, we want to see it. Yeah, our ghost real. <laughs> our ghost real. We want to. We want to. <laughs> we want to debunk it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, and apart from that, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe. You know, all the YouTuber stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, thank, thank you for, thank you if you made it this far. And even if you just listened to the first five minutes, thank you. Um, thank you to the live listeners. And yeah. All right. Amazing.
All right.